It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. You are Locked On 49ers, your daily San Francisco 49ers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to Locked On 49ers uh, Tuesday evening episode with special guest Nick Winkler. If you are a morning listener, then happy Winky Wednesday to you, probably. But uh, Tuesday evening, checking in after day two of free agency. Uh, one of the weirdest things I've ever seen with the 49ers losing a draft pick today for no good reason. And so we'll get into that. Uh, they did lose another free agent to another team. The 49ers didn't add anybody today, but uh, there was a flurry of move with backup quarterbacks. So that pool of talent is dwindling for the 49ers. And I don't like how much money those guys were getting. But we'll check in with Nick Winkler today and uh, find out how he's feeling about the first couple of days of free agency. And maybe we will tackle a couple of your questions on free agents as well. At BD Peacock on Twitter is where you can find me. That's always where you can get involved in the mailbags. You can also email LockedOn49ers at Gmail. And you can also check out my other podcast, talking about the league as a whole daily with former college and pro scout Matt Williamson, the Peacock and Williamson NFL show right here on this very same network, on this very same app that you use to listen to this podcast. And now let's bring on today's guest. Nicholas Winkler, come on down. Nicholas Winkler, come on down. (laughs) Let's play it twice. Why not? What's going on, Nick? Well, it's the second day of free agency, two of those. Tomorrow you can pop three of them, even if I'm not on the show. It's fine. Yeah, let's do it. Feels great, baby. <laughs> it does feel great. You know, the Niners locked up their secondary. Well, at least two key members. I'd still like to see them get Williams back there as well. But we're waiting on that other Williams. Where, where's Trent, baby? Trent and Kwan both. Slow mm-hmm. play in this thing. All right. Uh, so yeah, the latest on Trent Williams is that the 49ers have offered him $20 million per year, four years, 80 million, according to 49ers play by play guy, Greg Papa. And I've seen that number a couple of times from different sources. So I think it's pretty safe to say that's where the 49ers are right now. 20 mil per year. Trent Williams has said he wants to play until he's 39 years old. I don't know if he's going to make it that far, but if he makes, <laughs> makes it through another four year contract and that's great for the 49ers if he's playing for the 49ers. But apparently the Kansas City Chiefs are flipping over couch cushions and finding enough money to maybe be involved in this thing for Trent Williams and the Chicago Bears rumored to be checking in on Trent Williams and the Indianapolis Colts have long been expected to make a move on Trent Williams, but I haven't heard their name as much in connection to Trent Williams. It might be the Kansas City Chiefs and the 49ers battling it out as they did in the Super Bowl not that long ago uh, for a big time free agent, probably the top free agent on the market in Trent Williams and I don't, this is what I struggle with, with, with Trent Williams. Obviously the 49ers could up their offer and continue to do so. Mm-hmm. Do they need to? And should they $20 million per year? If they put what they feel like is a really good offer in front of Trent Williams, it's up to him. And it sounds like he's just waiting around to hear as many offers as he can. Does that mean he wants out? Like at what point do you stop making offers? If you're the 49ers and be like, look, this is our best deal. Like, take it, let's go. Yeah, it, it's one of those things where I, I'm worried because, I mean, I'm sure they have a plan B and a plan C and everything like that, but it's like, I, I don't 
I don't see anything better, you know? So if it, if the difference is only five or $10 million over four or five years, I, I think that the, the Niners got to do it. Like the, I just think that that, that just makes sense. Like he, if, if, you know, you're, you're trying to, to lure the, the prettiest girl at the dance to come dance with you and you're doing your dance moves, like what's a couple extra little dance moves that you throw in there, you know, <laughs> like you just, you got to worry about how it's going to affect your body or your salary cap later, you know, like, like get down there and do the worm, you know, like whatever it takes to lure them to you, you do it. You just throw away as we're talking no, about see, it's probably that's right. See- that's that's how you end up with the high maintenance girlfriend. I'm, that's I'm the opposite. True. I stand in the corner, put out the vibe. Uh-huh. And that's that's uh-huh. my maximum. That's my best offer. And if, if they don't like it, maybe it's not the right fit. But then do you settle for somebody that, that can't protect your blind side? You know, like you, it's funny you mentioned the Bears <laughs> going after him. Like, oh yeah, let's protect Andy Dalton. Like, all right, <laughs> great move, guys. Nick, you know me well enough to know I never protect my blind side. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> well, you and I have very different different um, <laughs> strategies when it comes to our blind side. Oh, my gosh. So Trent Williams, I don't know. I thought we were going to have Trent Williams news on this Tuesday podcast, waited all day long to, to post this thing, and it's not happening yet. So maybe Wednesday, maybe Thursday, maybe not until next week. I don't know how long this thing's going to draw out, but Trent Williams trying to milk every cent he can out of free agency, as is his right, and as he has finally earned. And that's tough, too, because you're a pro yeah. bowl player. You're one of the best at your position. And finally, into your 30s, you have an opportunity to do this one time in your career and be a free agent. So in a lot of ways, you should soak it up, right? Yeah, of course. And it's one of those things, too, where it's like no news is kind of good news. You know, you're, you're looking at all these reports and these announcements and stuff. And, you know, you hold your breath like, oh, I hope it's not Troy Williams somewhere else. You know, like if it's Trent Williams, it better be to the 49ers. So every time you see like, oh, OK, OK, it's not Trent Williams going somewhere else, you know. But at the same time, you're getting freaked out. Like, come on, do it already. It's. It's a rough day, man. There's a lot of stress involved with days like today. This is the weirdest story, and I can't remember anything like this happening before, but per terms, this is confirmed by Matt Makey, Matt Mayoko. Oh, is this um, the Goodwin thing? Yes. Per terms of the Marquise Goodwin to Eagles trade last year, Goodwin reverts back to the 49ers, the NFL announced Tuesday. The 49ers must send the Eagles their original seventh-round pick this year. San Francisco once had 10 picks. Now we're down to nine picks for the San Francisco 49ers with this deal being undone, which somehow has to do with him sitting out COVID. And and maybe there was, uh, I don't know what the terms were with this trade. If it was exactly COVID related or if it was just, if he didn't play for them, then they were going to get the pick back eventually or, or what. But um, that's a wild one. I've never seen any take back seats like this in an NFL trade. Yeah, so is he a 49er then? Is he under contract for this season? Like, how does that affect the salary cap? Like, there's a lot of questions I have. He is a 49er, and I saw earlier, let me see if I can find it. I think, um, and David Lombardi, who's been on the podcast this offseason, has been all over the salary cap stuff. He's written good things about the D Ford thing. Uh, We talked about that on this pod as well, and I think he did have it covered when it came to the Marquise Goodwin deal and I'll try to find it but best I can remember is yeah he, he's on the 49ers now and they'll just they'll cut him so I don't right. know what the the dead money okay here we go this is from David Lombardi Marquise Goodwin has four million dollars of base salary plus workout bonus money and five hundred thousand dollars total of per game roster bonus money in the deal that the 49ers actually initially signed in 2018 there are no trigger dates, so the 49ers can release him at any time without penalty. So he reverts oh. back to the 49ers roster, and my guess is that's exactly what they'll do is they'll cut him without penalty 
at some point. But maybe they decided, you know what? After a year off, Marquise Goodwin, we could maybe use some speed. Maybe they'll hang on to him and, and Marquise Goodwin will be back in camp. Uh, I doubt they'll pay him $4 million base salary, so he probably will get cut. But um, and actually here, <laughs> there's another bizarre twist within this bizarre twist. The 49ers already paid $1.25 million in dead money. So that was on really? Goodwin's contract when they traded him. So that cap hit they took at the time of the trade in 2020. So San Francisco now has uh-huh. a player who's on a contract for which the team has already paid dead money to be off the roster. Now he's back with his regular what? salary back on the roster. How crazy Do you get that? that money back? Like, how does that work? They should. They should get should a get credit sort of under credit, this right? year's cap for that dead hit last year. But uh, that's not being reported yet. So who knows? I'm sure the 49ers are trying to work that out. It's funny you mentioned that as like one of the craziest stories, you know, and can, you know, with the 49ers. To me, honestly, it like that's crazy and that that's really weird. But for me, like I love Kendrick Bourne. Don't get me wrong. I was a Kendrick Bourne guy. I was always like, yeah, bring him back. Yeah, he's a good solid third. Dude got $22 million. So <laughs> that to me seems a little crazy. He got a lot more than I expected. Yeah, yeah, that's about half of what I thought the 49ers would be willing to pay him. And I thought the 49ers would be more likely willing to pay him more than anybody in the league. But apparently sure. that wasn't the case. Uh, that, that was one of the big surprises, actually. Yeah, when I first saw that, I was like, wait, wait, this can't be right. And then I saw the check mark. I'm like, oh, no, this is real. Okay. All right. Hey, good ups on board, though. Like, way to go. Get your money. Get paid. He, he's a solid receiver. He's great third down guy. Great possession receiver. He, he's got, you know. He's got that go get it attitude for sure. And you got to like that. He's probably a great clubhouse guy as well. But man, that's a lot of money to give Kendrick Bourne. Yep. Just get open to catch the ball. I'm sure that's what Bill Belichick likes about Kendrick Bourne. Uh, More than I expected, though. Although they paid Aguilar a little more than I expected, Jalen Hills a little more than I expected. Uh, A very different. Very different day in in New England with with what's going on in this 2021 offseason for Bill Belichick, who did not like piling up losses last offseason. Did you see the the uh, tweet where the, it showed a picture from Madden and it's like, this is what Bill Belichick has done in the offseason. It's like salary cap off. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, I love that move. They don't care. Just oh, here's go out one. spend it all. Per Matt Barrows, this doesn't really clear any of it up, but um, Goodwin's agent said that there were some terms in last year's Goodwin to Philly trade that, quote, didn't happen. So thanks for that okay. clarification, agent. Right. I wonder what it is. I don't know. I think it'll probably come out. It's probably that he didn't play, right? I mean. It had to be, yes, that sort of like, okay. Um, if, but the reverting back and giving back a pick is super weird. Usually so it's, it's is a it conditional a, is thing. That considered, yeah, is that considered a conditional draft pick that they traded then? I guess, but you can't. It's I, I yeah. I guess it must be conditional that if what if the seventh round pick had been last year? Yeah, I don't know. I, I just have no idea the, the way that <laughs> that's there, crazy. There's no clarification on it either. It's just something I've never quite seen. Just don't pay him twenty two million dollars, forty nineers. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And uh, essentially cut him. And if he comes back for the veteran minimum, wants to play, then I'm all for that. Yeah, you know me. I'm a good one guy. Although I don't have my jersey anymore, just to be clear. Oh, you don't? Yeah, somebody was asking about that on Twitter. So you you got rid of your jersey. Can you can you give up a seventh round pick and get it back? I think I, it'd be hard for me to get the jersey back because I actually had someone turn it into a mask. So I wear the 49ers thing all the time. But I, I think that'd be a little bit tricky to, to try and get that back. Let me see if she still got it around the rest of it and she could sew it back together. Okay, there you go. So you still have parts of the jersey that became a mask. Yeah, exactly. Okay. okay. Well, you're still repping it then. That's cool. There you go. Next, we will talk about backup quarterbacks. We will talk about 
Akella Witherspoon's new team and dip into the Locked On 49ers mailbag on this winky Tuesday evening. With free agency underway, I wonder how that will change the odds for the next Super Bowl champion. And you can find those odds at betonline.ag. NFL draft props, college football futures as well. NBA, NHL, Major League Baseball obviously will be huge all summer long. But March Madness, I mean, we are in the thick of it. March Madness is happening right now. The next few weeks, college basketball rules, sports world, and the betting world. And it is so much fun. Not only sports, but poker, table games, awards shows, TV shows, reality television, real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. Go to betonline.ag, use your mobile device or your computer, sign up today, receive 50% off welcome bonus on your first deposit. Promo code locked on for 50% off welcome bonus. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Nicholas, what were your thoughts on Samson Ibukam? Interesting. It was, uh, like, I, I get it, I guess. You know, you're, you're trying to fill a spot, right? I mean, you're just trying to make your defense a little bit better, but I, I don't know. Like, I wasn't I wasn't stoked on it. Like, yeah. it wasn't one of those things that moved the needle. It wasn't what one about of those you? players that you were really circling starting free agency. Like, okay, Samson Ibukam <laughs> is going to be one of the big-time targets for the 49ers. But uh, as soon as it happened, I realized it made a lot of sense because I thought, you know, Hassan Reddick would be the type of guy maybe they could look for. A little speed off the edge. They need to replace mm-hmm. D Ford. And so probably for what they're paying him, they probably couldn't have done a lot better in that price range, so I understand he's just a rotational player, so don't expect right. him to come in and get 12 sacks or anything like that. And by the way, I'm going to have Sosa Kremenges, the host of Locked on Rams, do a segment with me probably tomorrow. So check out check out tomorrow's podcast. We'll get his scouting report on Samson Ibukam, the latest edge player for the 49ers. By the way, here are the 2021 cap hits for the 49ers' reach, recent signees, and uh, they did a really good job. And as you would expect, these are all prog-dupped, contracts that are going to be a little bit less for the 2021 salary cap. So they can still fit in Trent Williams and, and do what they need to do with draft picks and, you know, whatever trades and all that kind of stuff. So Kyle use deal counts 2.275 million. Jason Verrett, 5.3 million one year deal. So it's all coming this year. Uh, Samson Ibukam 3.75 million and Emmanuel Mosley 2.652 million. So that's a total of just under $14 million dollars. For those four players counting against this year's cap, and obviously some of that's backloaded, and there's some some funny stuff there that maybe all of these players won't see the ends of their contracts. Verrett and Mosley will, but Ibukam and Kyle Juszczyk, especially Kyle Juszczyk, very unlikely yeah. to see the, the fifth year of his deal, but very low cap hits for this year. So right now they haven't done any damage to the cap, and, and they're still in great shape to do whatever they need to do. The, the problem with Trent Williams dragging his feet on his decision is that the 49ers couldn't couldn't change gears and say, go get the best center on the market who's already signed somewhere, right? They can't go get Corey right. Lindsley now. They can't go get Joe Tooney or, you know, if they wanted to do a different, go a different route, a lot of these players are getting signed up so they wouldn't be able to spend the Trent money 
anywhere else and maybe go draft a tackle uh, at pick 12 or something like that. And they could still draft a tackle at pick 12, obviously, but the other free agents around the league are drying up. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's one of those things where they you got to make priorities, right? You got to make a list. Like, what's the most important thing to us? And clearly they were smart. You know, they locked up most of their secondary. They, they knew they had a lot of holes there going into the offseason. And uh, I love Mosley coming back. I love Verrett coming back. Like, that that all makes a whole lot of sense to me. Uh, I bet they address that a little bit in the draft as well. Maybe we see another, you know, third tier free agent come in uh, in the cornerback there, or even just a, another unrestricted free agent that, that after the draft that they bring in a couple guys in camp because they're going to need some bodies, right? Um, but yeah, you, you go back to to the Trent Williams thing, and yeah, you get it. You know, you, you wish that the 49ers did the offseason move last year where the, you know they gave them a little more upfront money, and we're like, oh, we're not going to use a franchise tag on you as like a. Hey, don't forget us come uh, free agency time. Treat us well. And and he might still, you know, he might not take the most money out there if it's not the best fit for him. So you just hope that, that you know, what the 49ers are willing to offer is going to be enough because, oh man, I, I want Trent Williams on this football team. Yeah, the trade would look very bad if they gave up a third and yeah. fifth for Trent Williams and ended up not signing him. And, you know, especially after the D Ford trade. And yeah, I mean, it, then, it, the list goes on and on. Yeah. And the Emmanuel Sanders deal, giving yeah. up a couple picks there. And so not a lot of return for some of these draft picks, um, you know, and obviously they didn't know it was going to be a lost year. So on top of it, you know, it was a, a year that it didn't matter. So you definitely don't right. want to be giving up day two draft picks for uh, that debacle of a season that we saw in 2020. Um <sighs> Who do you think? Who would you say today? 49ers go out and play a game right now. And speaking of Emmanuel mm-hmm. Sanders, he did sign with the Bills, right? Somewhere. The Bills, yeah. Buffalo Bills. He yeah. signed with the Bills after getting cut by the Saints. So he is now off the market. Bourne is in New England. The 49ers line up today. Who's the number three wide receiver? Oh, gosh. Who is it? Yeah. It's somebody probably not on the roster right now. I'm guessing. That's Marquise Goodwin, baby. Marquise Goodwin, maybe, yeah. Um, <laughs> Richie James is probably who I would pick today. Who's around yeah. still, but there's Jalen Hurd. I don't know if yeah, will Hurd be healthy. Again. I mean, Juwan Jennings uh, had a had a non year last year. We didn't even get to see him in a preseason game. At Craycraft, the round baby, pick. what's up? Yeah, River Craycraft is out there. Uh, Travis Benjamin. I don't know what the plan is with him, who opted out in his only season so far with the 49ers. He's still under contract if they want him to be. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, draft and free agency. I think maybe some second or third wave free agents here on the cheap. Maybe the 49ers could bring in to compete, but they need to bring bodies in there, and hopefully that nets them you know, a solid group of wide receivers. But there's a whole lot of question marks out of uh, yeah. after Debo and Ayuk, and those guys have had their own injury problems as well. Yeah, yeah, you said it right. Second and, and third wave. I think I called them third tier earlier. I, I definitely don't mean that. You know, I mean they. Yeah, that's they're 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 in that wave for a reason. I, I think tier is is something, but you can find. I think there there should be bargains to be had. I thought sure. backup quarterbacks were going to be a bargain. Let's talk about backup quarterbacks next Oof. before we get to backup QBs though. Uh, this is probably the least surpre- surprising signing of the entire free agency so far, right? Akella Witherspoon is now a Seattle Seahawk. That that just had um, dude, to that's happen. That's one of how many like to go to the Seahawks, yeah. <laughs> right. They love our secondary too, that's for sure. I mean, it's that's good for the 49ers, not yeah. saying that, you know, the 49ers are going to go toast Akella <laughs> Witherspoon, but just for the Seahawks, they traded Shaquille Griffin who's a really good corner, starting caliber corner. He yeah. left and signed somewhere else and now they have signed Akella Witherspoon. That's a big time net loss for the Seahawks secondary. And a net gain for the 49ers, right? Right, yeah. Shaquille Griffin's a pretty good player. I thought the 49ers, if they had money, might have been able to dip their toes into that water. But I like what the 49ers did there, bringing back 
Mosley, which they were going to do anyway, but you know, a nice two-year deal for him and not just the restricted tender. And then right. the Verrett deal is a win-win for both sides, right? The one-year deal, it's a low money for a starting caliber player. If he plays like he did last year, huge surplus for the 49ers for what they have to pay him, and then he can prove he was healthy for another season and then go get paid next offseason. So uh, hopefully a win-win deal and Verrett does stay healthy again because he was really good. Yeah, I mean, what what are the Seahawks going to do? You know, like it, Chris Carson's probably not re-signing. Hyde just signed with the Jaguars. Like, what, who's going to be their running back next year? Who's going to be on their offensive line? Like, they, they got a lot of problems up there in <laughs> Seattle, and I love it. And apparently they've checked in on a lot of offensive linemen. Yeah. And too, much to Russell Wilson's chagrin, I'm sure. Uh, they didn't sign any of them yet or any good ones yet. So, uh, yeah, that's I'm surprised they haven't restructured his contract, you know? Uh, Wilson's he's doing like $40 million, right? Oh, he's got a crazy contract. And that's one yeah. of the problems with them trying to trade him. Maybe they could potentially trade. I think if they do trade Wilson, it'll be next year. And apparently the Chicago bears went really hard after Russell Wilson and they weren't able to get him. And so uh, I don't know how you go from plan a being Russell Wilson to plan B <laughs> being Andy Dalton, but that's what the Chicago bears did. Uh, let's pause right here. It's the perfect place. We'll talk back up quarterbacks and the it's, it's looking like there's one specific player that is almost destined to end up being a 49er now because of how many backup quarterbacks are signing elsewhere. We'll get to the 49ers future backup next. One reason to repair and maintain your car yourself is to save money, and then you can use that for other important things like the mortgage or food or whatever it is you want to spend your money on rather than going to some super expensive repair shop because you didn't take care of the things you could do on your own. Why would you choose to spend, say, 30, 50, 100% more for the exact same auto parts at a chain store or a new car dealership? The guy's behind the counter on his computer. You can't see the screen. You don't know what's on that screen. They might have a very limited stock of items to select from. That is not the case at rockauto.com. An unbelievable selection of any parts you could imagine for your car or truck at rockauto.com. For example, a Delphi fuel pump assembly for a 2005 to 2010 Honda Odyssey. Yeah, they got it. It's about $150 cheaper at rockauto.com than a big chain store. Go to rockauto.com right now. See all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in the How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com College basketball isn't the only tournament happening this month. Maybe more importantly, the Built Bar Madness. Yes, there is a bracket. We're into the Sweet 16 already for the number one Built Bar flavor just go to BuiltBar.com or at Bar underscore Built on Twitter to vote for Coconut Almond versus Peanut Butter Brownie, a powerhouse matchup in my opinion. This one's got a lot of arguments going in the Locked On Network DMs. Keep voting for the entire bracket as we roll through the Sweet 16 and into the championship April 2nd. And don't forget to chomp on a few Built Bars along the way. A low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, high-fiber snack that tastes amazing and are all covered with 100% real chocolate. Go to BuiltBar.com, vote on the matchups, and remember to use promo code LOCKEDON20 to get 20% off your next order. That's LOCKEDON20 at BuiltBar.com. Save 20% on your next box of Built Bars. So real quick, back to the Seahawks. The Akello, as we're recording this pod, the Akello Witherspoon thing isn't done, but it's, he's expected, is the report, to sign with the Seattle Seahawks. 
The Seahawks lost Shaq Griffin. They've lost. They're probably going to lose Chris Carson, it looks like, but that's not for sure yet from what I've seen. And you see all these teams. We talked about the Patriots going crazy. Uh, The 49ers have done some things. There's a ton of teams that have made a ton of moves. There's only one name listed at NFL.com under the Seattle Seahawks and free agency, and that's that they've re-signed Puna Ford on a a two-year deal. So that's what's going on in Seattle's offseason. Wow. That's good to see. I, I like that. I'm not going to lie. I, I like when uh, when Seattle isn't making out there making big moves and and you know looking smart. So good, 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 good. Andy Dalton, ten up to ten million dollars, I think, uh, ten plus million mm-hmm. with the Chicago Bears, and I can see why he would want to go there. First of all, it's probably the most money he was going to get anywhere, and he has a potential place to maybe start. It's it's Andy Dalton and, and Nick Foles. I don't think that's how Bears fans drew it up this off season. <laughs> Uh, Tyrod Taylor, a deal worth up to $12 million with the Texans. And as soon as I saw that, I thought, okay, is something happening? Is something happening? But it's an incentive-laden contract. So that doesn't mean that Watson's necessarily on the move tomorrow, Mm -hmm. but it does mean that they have a player who started in the NFL who will get paid more if Watson either sits out or gets traded. Then he'll make more money because he'll play more. But it's incentives, so if... Watson doesn't go anywhere and plays for the Texans, then Tyrod Taylor is just being paid like a normal backup. So I think it's a nice move for them to cover their rear ends, but it doesn't mean that Deshaun Watson is on the move. But it maybe could help that because they have some ducks in a row now. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. I was a little bummed when I saw the the Fitzpatrick to the Washington football yeah. team. I, I was kind of hoping he'd end up on the 49ers. Yeah, I think that's a great move for both of them, for for him and for the the football team because uh yeah he's he's still got it you know and, and they were a, a playoff team last year and Heineke you know he he looked like he he might have something to it but you know you you, you don't want to start the season with a guy like that who started one game in the NFL so for me that that was a, a great move by them yeah and yeah Heineke was a fine story but you're not just going to roll with him right and they might be on the outside looking into the top few quarterbacks in the draft they could definitely still go that direction in the draft and Ryan Fitzpatrick wouldn't prevent that but Fitzmagic going to Washington and another deal that's worth more than $10 million. So, and look, these are the numbers the agents are throwing out there. They're, these are like the maximum amounts that these players could get. And I think most of them will end up being paid like backups more than um, than we're seeing. But still, Andy Dalton's cap number for the Cowboys last year was like $3 million. And I thought in this yeah. offseason, backup quarterbacks would be the position that doesn't get paid. So I was expecting that if the 49ers signed Andy Dalton, which is one of the rumored things, and the 49ers, until the last moment, were rumored to be in on Dalton. I hope they weren't in on Dalton for $10 million. I mean, that would be right. insane. I thought Dalton was going to get even less than the cap number he had last year. I was thinking, you know, two, two and a half million dollars. Yeah, based on how he played, right? Right. And so yeah. uh, if these backups are getting that much, the 49ers should definitely not be involved because they can't spend... Thirty-six million dollars on their quarterback room this year. I mean, that's I mean, just... Jameis Winston just signed for twelve million dollars. Yeah, another one. So that's crazy. Yeah, no, I'm with you. This is this is a weird market right now for for quarterbacks. But you also get it. You know, quarterback is such an important position that you know a lot of teams are unsure and they're uncertain, and so they do bring in these guys with what you said is probably a bunch of incentive laden contracts. So you kind of give yourself a couple of options, and and maybe you know, like with Tyrod Taylor, I think that's a brilliant move. You give yourself a great safety net. If you're Houston, and, and I, I think I read that Matt Ryan restructured his contract in Atlanta, too. I mean, a lot of moves happening out there right now to, to free up space and try and bring in guys. But there's also a lot of big names out there right now that that haven't gotten gotten signed. And like you said, it's probably going to see that second wave where the numbers are a lot lower. 
And I'm not sure how many more quarterbacks are out there that I'd want. I mean, maybe your guy's still out there, right? I mean, Trubisky's kind of looking around for something. <laughs> I was just going to say, so uh, Jacoby Brissett also signing in Miami now to replace Fitzpatrick right. as Tua's backup. So Mitch Trubisky is the last name left. That's your yeah. backup quarterback for the 49ers in 2021, right? It's got to be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, that, that takes you right back to your shadow 49ers, man. Get them on the team. Let's go. The 49ers are destined to end up with every bad player drafted in the first round in 2017 on their roster. <laughs> They're trying, that's for sure. Yeah, if they sign Mitch, that means they had the second and third pick in that draft. Boom. Both have not quite done what they were expected to do. I mean, I'm not against Mitch Trubisky as the backup as long as he's no. super cheap. If, if we're looking at one of these deals that's... $10 million. $10 million. That's absurdity. <laughs> Can't do that. All right. No, I, I wouldn't mind having Trubisky on the team. I'll take him over Josh Rosen. Uh, I mean, let him battle it out. But that's so that's that's kind of the thing. So Josh Rosen was free, essentially. Yeah, that's a good point. And I'm not convinced that Mitch is going to be a lot better than Josh Rosen. Yeah, it, it's hard to to argue. You know, he's had his moments. I mean, he's definitely shown signs in, in the NFL that he can play. But there's just been zero consistency with his game. If And I know John Lynch said that they'd be looking for a backup quarterback, but if they're all too expensive, Josh Johnson, Josh Rosen, backing up Jimmy Garoppolo, plus a draft pick in there somewhere, even if it's not a first-round draft pick, I mean, that would be preferable, right? Over Nick Mullins and C.J. Beathard? Over, yeah, yeah and, or over <laughs> spending $10 million for an Andy Dalton, right? Yeah, oh yeah, no way. That's gross. Because what, what are you actually going to do? Let's say, I think we talked about this already, but if... Garoppolo gets hurt. Is Andy Dalton, is Mitch Trubisky going to take you to the promised land? Right. I mean, I could see maybe, maybe in the right scheme, maybe those guys figure it out, right? I could see maybe there's something to that. You get a little Tannehill with, uh, you know, yeah. with Kyle Shanahan being a better coach than Matt Nagy sure. in Chicago for Mitch Trubisky. And, and Everybody thought Tannehill there. was done. He wasn't that good in Miami. Right. Right. Yeah. Now look at him. That's the argument with Darnold as well. Yeah. By the yeah. way, I just saw a report from a, a league source. I don't have it in front of me anymore, but it pretty much said that fans and media are much higher on Sam Darnold than actual teams are. And then there was a quote from a quarterback's <laughs> coach from a team that basically said, oh, that dude's terrible <laughs> about Sam Darnold. So, And look, he has played bad, and that was sort of the argument yeah. I've been making about uh, Darnold and the 49ers and Jimmy Garoppolo. A lot of people just want him to replace him. And it's like, there's a good chance that Sam Darnold is just – Flat out not good, and but he maybe he's Ryan Tannehill. I don't know, but he's he has played bad. He's played worse than Jimmy Garoppolo. So you'd be absolutely gambling that he was going to be a good player for the 49ers. Now, if he comes free again, sure, let's right. check it out. But I, I'm all in free mode behind Jimmy G. And if you have to spend $10 million behind Jimmy G, then you probably shouldn't have Jimmy G. That's the way I look at it. Yeah, yeah. If, if you're going to spend $10 million, you sign somebody you cut Jimmy G or trade him, and then you bring in, you draft a quarterback early to come in and play behind that $10 million new quarterback. Let's see. The one I wanted has gone, man. Fitzmagic. Yeah, Fitzmagic. That's tough. That's tough. How about this question from RDC? Not really a question. It was a comment. I thought it was funny. Uh, Responding to the Samson Ibukam signing, uh, he said, this enables them to take their favorite big end tweener in the draft. And you know what? There's something there's something to say about that. Don't be surprised when they draft a guy who's like six two two ninety right. and plays defensive end and they draft him higher than everyone expects because they like they, they like those power 
ends, and they got their speed rusher and Sabs and Ibu combo. Just it, it cracks open that door for them to do that, and that's deep down that's what the 49ers want is big ends. I mean, gosh, we can go back and talk about all the defensive linemen that the 49ers have drafted over the last six or seven years, and it's quite a few in the first round. So, yeah, don't be shocked there at 12, guys, when when you get that name of, and everybody goes, huh? <laughs> Here's one from Jay Fitz, and, and we responded to him on Twitter, but he's a new dad. He said, wanted to share with one of my favorite Niner podcasters that we have a new member of the Niner gang who arrived two weeks ago, and he said, oh, would welcome some fatherhood tips on the upcoming pod, too. Do you have any father?" Hood tips for new dad Jay Fitz and the newest Niner fan that has graced this podcast's presence. I mean, that early on, man, it's just sleep whenever you can. Just do not worry about anything else, especially right now. It's the off season. This is perfect. Just sleep, sleep, sleep. That baby's sleeping, and you can, you sleep. That's it. That's that's absolutely right. And uh Free agency moves at a pace where you can check your phone, find out what's yeah. going on any old time. You might even do that thing where you wake up in the middle of the night and you get the 3 a.m. East Coast Schefter tweet and you beat all the mm-hmm. West Coasters to the news. That's always fun. Perfect. Oh, yeah. That, that's when you're like rocking your child back to sleep, looking at your phone yeah. like behind them as you're doing your little bounce move. The bounce move's key. Slow you, bounce up and down. Do you have both hands on the baby or only one hand on the baby, one hand on the phone, or you go like phone When they're that the small, knee? you know, it just depends. Like, are they swaddled? If they're swaddled, you're going to be able to hold out like a football, you know, really, yes. really well. So you, you might be able to, if you're, if you're in a rocking chair or something, you got one hand on the phone. Yeah. Get one of those gliding chairs. Those are really nice. Or just the automatic rocking. Uh, I forget what they're called. The little like rockers that just rock by themselves with the motor. Oh, those were lifesavers. I have so many questions here from people tweeting about trading Garoppolo to the Patriots. And I, I, <laughs> I don't, it's not possible anymore. And the Bears fan right. Dalton, like where, so let's say Garoppolo, let, let's say the 49ers have a, a trade or have something going on. Right. Now they decide they want to trade Garoppolo. Where's his home? There's no home for Jimmy G other than the Niners anymore, right? I think the Jets still kind of make a little bit of sense, right? Yes, they want to pay twenty six million for a stopgap. They probably want the guy they drafted too to start from day one. But do you? But as, see, maybe they think the it as let's say the 49ers move up and drafted Justin Fields. I mean, right? Garoppolo is a lame duck at that point. Maybe you'd want him yeah. for a couple of weeks. Is it worth the salary for that? Because you eventually want that rookie to play. But maybe the Jets see it more as like, hey, if we get Garoppolo, we can trade to and get a ton of picks and rebuild. And they have so many holes. You know, and the quarterback's not going to change that team. You know, so maybe you do bring in a Garoppolo. You got that veteran presence to teach, you know, this scheme that they're probably bringing with them, this offensive scheme, you know, somebody that already gets it. They can bring in a young quarterback or just Darnold, you know, sit behind uh, Garoppolo for a little bit. I don't know. I just that, like you said, like where else makes sense now? There's really not a whole lot of spots for for Garoppolo to go. And that one to me makes sense because he gets the system. They know him. They feel comfortable with him. They're starting essentially a new regime there. So, you know, you need a lot of picks. You need a lot of a lot of young guys to come in there and, and help out and uh, and fill a lot of bad positional players. Uh, I want to finish mm-hmm. this up with Charlie. This is an older tweet that I keep forgetting to mention, uh, but another new dad out there. He said, hey, I love the show. Shout out to little Leo. My son was born two weeks ago, and I love the sound of that so much. I named him Leonardo so I can call him little Leo. Keep up the amazing podcasting. I listen every day. Love it. Nice. Thank you, Charlie. Appreciate it. And shout out to the newest little Leo out there. A uh, little Leonardo. 
that's a fantastic name, and I'm sure he's going to go on and do big things with a with a great name like that. It's a wonderful name. I was more of a Raphael guy. Like I was into the red and the size. Yeah, the size you know? were, were a pretty but, killer yeah. weapon because you can throw them. But no, Leo was their leader. You know, in the cartoon, man, it makes sense. Well, well played. Uh, did he name him Leo Peacock? That would be weird. <laughs> would it be weird? I think that'd be like an honor, right? <laughs> we didn't go that far. Um, I was a Michelangelo guy myself. If it was like Leo Brian Peacock, then that would be weird. Uh, it's funny how when we, how did you come up with your baby names? Were there like family names or anything? Because for me and my wife, we just had a list of names and, and mm. some of them had some meaning, some of them didn't. And we had this long list of names and basically we just eliminated them because one of us didn't like almost every name except for Leo was the last name left. And we're like, yeah, we both like this name. And there was, it was no, it wasn't short for anything. It was just simple Leo. Yeah. I really, I really dig it. It's a great name uh, for us. Yeah. Uh, Penelope, she, we, uh, my wife and I, as you well know, worked together at doing traffic and people would call in all the time to, to report traffic. And this woman, Penny used to call all the time. And so, you know, one day we were both just sitting there, we were having trouble with, with names and things like that. And, and she said, Penny, we both looked at each other and we, we'd like at the exact same time mouth Penelope. And we're just like, that was it. Like it just made sense. It just clicked. <laughs> and, uh, it. and my son Bixby, actually my daughter, named him um from a, a dr seuss book it's from all oh, the places you'll go it's like the last page it says whether you're whether your name is bixby bray or mordecai van alley o'shea and she said bixby we should name if it's a boy we should name him bixby and again we just looked at each other we're like yeah that's it <laughs> there was just that aha moment for both names that's fantastic those are two strong names as well yeah, and, and it's a good story too for at least for him, you know. What's well, yeah. funny cuz we live in Monterey so everybody's like, "Oh, the Big Speed Bridge." And it's like, "Well, no." <laughs> <laughs> not, not at all. Although that, that would work okay. because of the whole traffic thing, right? That yeah, no. Right, it, lanes it's closed a, on the Big Speed Bridge. Good stuff. We're out of time here. Thanks everybody for listening. Shout out to all the new babies and the young 49ers fans out there. Yeah, congrats everybody. Absolutely. And uh I hope everyone feels like proud parents with all the 49ers signees and hopefully trent williams is uh is, is everyone's collective big baby yeah, wait, in the next couple of wait days, a minute right? use check like you mentioned it but you didn't even ask me about it oh, obviously yeah, i'm so stoked about it <laughs> <laughs> i forgot to ask you about juice man because he's your guy mr you like it over juice, here. Huh? and with everything and how that all came down saturday night were you yeah. like into that were you plugged in with what was were going they on drunk on like what was going on I did there not going i i was on my way to be in i was uh, uh, golfing and i was hanging out with a couple people and all of a sudden i saw these tweets and hashtag kyle and i was like what the hell is going on right now and then i looked and i saw a retweet and i thought that can't be a real tweet from john lynch and i was right. like yeah check mark he really said that okay Kyle Juszczyk's coming back, I guess. And then I saw the, the, the other tweet, and I was like, what is going on right now? Hell <laughs> of a Saturday night in Santa Clara. Gotta love it, man. That, that's fantastic. I love the juices back. That's great. Be back tomorrow talking Samson Ibukam, Ibukam, and the latest. Sorry, it's Ibukam. Ibukam. We'll get, get it. We got right. time. Yeah. You got to get all the syllables correct. I, I know the middle syllables, boo, for sure. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, we'll break that down. And the latest going on, and hopefully there's some more news with the 49ers in free agency right here. Locked on 49ers. See ya. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. 
They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On Podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.